Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it may be in your area. Um, my name is Chris Summers. I'm going today to talk about the reproductive system, specifically the male reproductive system. And it is our penultimate episode of our introductory podcasts. So I'm going to set the timer for five minutes and we'll get straight in, shall we? So first of all, let's take a broad overview of the function universal to both male and female reproductive systems and that is the production the transport and ultimate unification of the male and female gametes sperm and ova now ultimately this takes place during sexual intercourse and it has one objective to produce offspring or mini versions of you and that is true at least partly genetically speaking there is, of course, significant sexual dimorphism between the biological male and female anatomy. And the male system is comprised of a penis, essentially the gamete delivery system, and the testes, the gamete production factory or sperm factory. Now, these are all linked up with tubing. They are external genitalia and the tube loops in and out of the abdomen very temporarily. Let's spend some time looking at each of them then. First of all, the testes. The male gametes spermatozoa, sperm cells, are produced in the testes, plural, which are the male gonads. These are located somewhat precariously along the penis, dangling from the perineum. Each testis, singular, is housed external to the abdomen, inside the scrotum. Now this makes them painfully susceptible to trauma. However, there is logic behind such adaptation madness, as spermatogenesis or sperm production occurs at very specific temperatures. And of course, whilst the sweltering 37 degrees inside the abdomen is potentially cooking your next generation, too cold is also bad news for our spermatozoa. This is where one of the major features of the scrotum comes in. The scrotum has a muscle inside called the cremaster muscle, which contracts and relaxes, bringing the testes closer or further away from the body to thermoregulate the sperm. So it's a pretty neat function. Now it also has some degree of protection in that and it is an automatic reflex. What about the internal structure? Let's have a look inside the factory itself. Spermatozoa are produced in the testes in small tubes called seminiferous tubules and these are organized folded thousands of times into functional units called lobules. Inside these lobules you have three main cells found. You have the spermatogonia, which are your sperm stem cells. You have the sotoli cells, which nourish sperm. And finally, the Leydig cells, which one of the other functions of the testes, to produce testosterone. Now, all of this really kicks off and is activated at puberty. And the details of spermatogenesis, how the activation occurs and the cascades, are really topics for another time. Spermatozoa then. We've produced them. We've got them in the testes. Now we need to store them and allow them to mature. So after the spermatozoa are produced, they travel to an area posterior to the testes called the reti testes. From the reti testes, they then enter into the multiple folded tube called the epididymis, and it is here they mature and finally gain their tails. Okay, hard to believe all this goes on inside the testicle. Now for the journey out. We now have mobile sperm. During ejaculation, the sperm travels in a tube from the epididymis out of the scrotum and a tube called the ductus or vas deferens and these are interchangeable terms. This is the tube that is ligated during, during a vasectomy so most surgeons will use vas deferens as opposed to the ductus deferens. This tube travels out of the scrotum where it passes behind the bladder and joins with glands called the semen of vesicles. 
after joining with these glands, more tubing forms. Two tubes now unify from either side, called the ejaculatory ducts, and they join to unify with the urethra, passing through the infamous prostate in doing so. The glands we mention here are responsible for secreting fluid that is vital to the survival, the activation and the protection of sperm. And by definition, it's not really semen until this additional fluids has been added. Per one mil, there are around one million sperm. So finally, we need to pass from the urethra now into the penis. The penis is comprised of a shaft with an enlarged end called the glans penis, and this is protected by the prepuce or foreskin. The internal structure has two erectile tissues called the corpus cavernosum and corpus spongiosum, which due to an erection, the smooth muscle-laden connective tissue engorges with blood, allowing penetration of the vagina. The urethra passes through this corpus spongiosum, and this is the point in which the sperm leave the penis and go into the female reproductive system. Okay, thanks a lot for listening. We will see you in the next episode. Dissect open. Oh, 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 oh,